That one was loud. <laughs> I hope that doesn't sound bad on the thing, but it's probably going to. Marissa literally jumped out of her seat. It was way too loud in the beginning. Sorry, I'm not redoing it. <laughs> Welcome to Gab Sesh. Hey, Gabbers. Oh Ooh, my sorry. gosh. That was good. You literally went. <laughs> I got scared. Got <laughs> that pair is scared. <laughs> that marissa's scared i will never not say that now like i'm literally saying it at work i'm like oh that's scary wait do you <laughs> really like, what yes <laughs> it's so funny to me that is funny i'm glad my tennessee trip <laughs> got something good out of that <laughs> or got something good out of that tennessee trip oh my god that anyway virus scared anyway what's up mm, not much what's up to you not much all right boring as if we don't live together. Ew. Sorry. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, sorry. My um, shoulder's itchy. I got a tattoo. Be, what? My shoulder's itchy for oh, my tattoo. <laughs> wait. That is what's up. Yeah. Marissa got tattoos. That is what's up. That's what's up. I did. She got tats. She got tatted. Tatted which, up. By the way. I went with her and sat through that, what, two and a half hour experience? <laughs> it's a long time, yeah. And I had no idea of the meaning behind your butterfly tattoos that you got. Oh, This whole yeah. time I was like, oh, she likes butterflies. I well, I do like butterflies. I, I, mean, you know. I didn't know it was representing your family, though. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't feel like you necessarily have to assign meaning to every tattoo you have, but yeah well no i no you don't have to but i just really yeah, yeah i didn't know that's what your thoughts were going into it though yeah that was kind of my thought i, I didn't like, know oh, that. i'll get one for each because well, you kept saying my family which members. one should be joe which one should be sue and i was like huh <laughs> <laughs> i was like what yeah and then we were joking and i was like wait is she serious yeah i understand now i was yeah, not a little sure bit. is there my any particular process. reason why you chose butterflies or well oh kind of so sorry that's that okay my one, I um, am an air sign. I have a lot of air in my chart. Oh, uh, I don't know what Libra, that means. Sun, Gemini, Moon is those are air signs. Wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> yes. Explain. Or are you going to? Are you about to? <laughs> <laughs> my body just made a noise. <laughs> oh, I want to convulse so bad, but I can't. <laughs> you can't convulse. I brought back convulsing. I feel you like did. we do not convulse as much anymore. I know. Whenever something's really funny to me, I convulse. Like I literally. Yeah, we call it convulsing. I and literally. She just like shakes. seizes. Yeah. <laughs> she I literally like, just sit there and <laughs> just no no noise. And she's just violently shaking. It's so funny. And then she got me doing it. And then yeah. I got you doing it like out of nowhere. And then we were all like, "Why do we do this?" And then I realized. I felt like my throat was going to do that weird thing again. Mm-hmm. That it's a culture thing. Keston does it too. Oh. But Keston does, I do it way worse. Like mine's like <laughs> hardcore. I think I saw you both do it once together and it was the highlight of my life, honestly. It was so funny. <laughs> what happens is when Keston and I start getting, <laughs> when we get going and laughing, we, mm-hmm. we slap each other. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally go. Oh my like, gosh. Just hit each other. Like, I love it. We're freaking psychos. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really sorry but oh wow <laughs> to interrupt you but it was, um that just I what, what i was saying we were talking about your butterfly tattoos and your um your 
um oh your air signs there we go yeah well yes i have a lot of air in my chart so like the butterfly is kind of a symbol of that <laughs> and also sorry i just like butterflies so nice nice yeah uh, cool so i forgot what i was gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> you're like so <laughs> crickets crickets wait how do you make a cricket noise Ooh, i don't know don't ask me i saw your cat sorry oh mini get out of the bucket mini get out of here get out of here <laughs> yesterday mini was in our cooler <laughs> just oh my gosh like yeah. a little you know just what chilling it was her fox moment that's what it was if that one thing about mini if there's something that she can climb that she in. can get into she's she, gonna get right in yeah, there yeah and she's gonna sit and do nothing yep she'll sit there and look at you with big wide did eyes did i send you the video i took of her in the box we had a it was like an amazon box and it was probably yes, like yes you did send i don't me even that. know it wasn't even that big it was like yeah i, I don't know, know what whatever about. and it was just sitting on the floor and minnie jumped in it sat in it 10 minutes just staring <laughs> doing absolutely nothing one time when and we, i think that's what real joy is <laughs> i don't know why but that hit my soul <laughs> like i literally felt like we didn't oh. i literally feel like we left our bodies and like died and they came back and that's joy like you said that so seriously like i swear it's like i would assume if i listened to this you cut something out and said that's joy just went straight to it like that was insane you should be a ted talk host that was the most insane thing i think i've ever encountered like please don't ever make eye contact with me when you're talking serious Uh, uh, uh. The way went, I'm sorry. I love that this podcast is literally just us laughing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally you and I like convulsing, convulsing, saying shit things, <laughs> and then I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I had tears in my eyes though. That was insane. <laughs> I wish you would have felt that. Like I did. <laughs> I saw it hit you. I saw you. <laughs> I just. I. I seriously. That's never gonna be out of my brain. Like. <laughs> That literally hit the deep inner of my soul. <laughs> like, oh my god. You literally went, and that's joy. And, and that's like, what real joy is. Like, Jesus. Like, came that out of your quote? I don't know. <laughs> is any of this usable? Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what were you saying, though, about Minnie? I don't Minnie? freaking know. Oh. In her box? I was going to tell her, tell you, like, when we were living with my grandma, or, you know, when we brought Minnie into this fam, mm-hmm. she was just she was so she was so tiny she was like less than a pound i think whoa um but she used to climb into like bags or oh um like you know like a tj maxx bag sure that my grandma had just like put on the floor my i have something stuck in my chest i can feel it i feel like i just need to burp because i'm just like full (laughs) (laughs) but um so my grandma like went to go pick up this bag and minnie oh. was just in it and oh. i swear that lady had like a small heart attack oh my gosh she literally went ah! <laughs> i was like girl 
Careful, there's a cat in there. There's a cat in there. There's a minners in there. That minners. That minner raccoon. That little raccoon. Oh, guys, there's a billboard with like six raccoons on it. And every time I drive by, I go, oh, Minnie. <laughs> every time I see it now, I'm like, oh, it's the family I hit. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh. It really is. The whole, oh, whole nine was, yards. That was a good callback. That was. What was that? Um, I don't know. We should have. <laughs> never mind. I take it back. I say we should have one of those days where we read our roommate quotes on here, but never mind. I oh, I take it. I mean, back. we could, but I just I don't we would think have there's pick, anything that we can use. We would have to use the ones that like you would have to be here for to understand. Because mm. like when I was reading them to Keston yesterday, like some of them, some of them I'm like, that's not even funny. But like I think back to the moment of when that was said, and it was funny, and it was so funny. But yeah. like, like I almost want to find one now just to read it, just like one that's like not risky oh yeah we keep you know? a for the gabbers at home we keep a shared note in our phones there's the cat food um, <laughs> without fail we do this i know every time the cat food every goes time off, literally um what was i saying oh we have a shared note in our iphones where we write down all of the like weird crap that we say and then we just laugh about it later oh yeah it's so, so funny like this one it says echo i love this song <laughs> Like, yeah, nobody understands that but us because we weren't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like, this fell off my body. That one I actually don't know what that is in reference to. A lot of these, like, we may have had some drinks of alcohol as well, so that's kind of contributor to this Right, but this podcast does not condone underage drinking, just so you know. Oh, no, we weren't underage at any point. I'm just saying, but don't drink if you're underage. Yeah. Hooligans just kidding <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding anyways just a couple examples um yeah anything else do we got anything to add i don't know no I felt like do you want to talk about your day um sure do you okay. do you want me to talk about my day because I, I mean yeah. i will Mm, I mean, right. you know, you don't have to. I'm not forcing you to talk about oh, your no, day. I was just, well, I was just asking. Just curious. Um, well, I subbed today, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Back with my little, my little graders. Mm-hmm. My little, my little friends. <laughs> Hello. I don't want. I guess I don't really want to say what grade they're in. I probably already have, but oh well. Um. Yeah, I was with them today. That it was actually a really good sub day. <laughs> yeah. oh okay Mm. moving on moving on i'm just kidding no it was really good there was just you know a little rowdy situations and but i handled it and maybe some inappropriate language was in the mix but you know fun stuff of a substitute teacher that's really it the life of a sub oh speaking of teaching I found out that my placement next fall is a split class. Do you know what a split class is? I do, but you can tell everyone at home. A split class is basically where it's exactly how it sounds. You have two grades in Mm -hmm. one classroom. Mm -hmm. So mine will be a K-1 split. Mm -hmm. So I'll have kindergartners and first graders. And I'm so excited. Cute. I'm so excited. It'll be so fun. <laughs> Sorry. It's cute. 
It is cute. It's going to be fun for you. I'm excited. If I don't bring home notes daily of someone saying something or writing me a picture, draw, I can't speak, drawing me a picture, <laughs> drawing me a picture or something, oh. I'll be so sad. Uh-huh. If I don't have things, if our fridge isn't filled of my oh. first grade or my kindergartner's artwork, I'll be so upset. Aw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cute. Cute. Cool. Um, do you want to tell the Gabbers how you started bartending? Yeah. All right. I started bartending. <laughs> <laughs> well, how is it? Do you like it? What like? What? It's fun. It's I. I don't work in a like traditional bar. I work at like a micro brewery, so it's like I'm not Fancy really videos. like. It's not like someone can come up and like. I mean, they could, but like no one's coming up and ordering like a vodka soda. You know what I mean? So. Wait, you yeah. could do that at. Yeah. At said place. Yeah, it's gonna be like way too expensive, but yeah. Oh you really? Can. Really? Yeah. Oh, so could I get a tequila sunrise? Or probably not. Um, I think so. I don't What's know if we have tequila orange sunrise? juice. Orange juice, I think. <laughs> Tequila, um, grenadine. I guess I was gonna ask. Is there any coconut See, or um, pineapple related things? I don't. Cause think so. Sorry, I do not like coconut or pineapple. I love both of those things. So sorry. It's okay. I have an itch on my nose. I um, decided recently <laughs> that pineapple is my favorite fruit. I decided recently that that's not my favorite food. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> pineapple and mango. No. You, not peach? Uh, that's, peaches, I feel like it's hard to get. Oh, like, Like, there's a very time? specific, I actually should probably buy them now because I think now is peach season, but, like, there's a very specific time when you can buy a peach and, like, have you. it actually be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what's good? Nectarines. Never had that. What? Oh, it's no. like a peach, but not fuzzy. Oh. <laughs> what? What? What do you say? You speak of this nonsense? I'm just sorry. So. <laughs> I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> I think I just, I'm just sorry. Um, Anyways. All right, cool. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Well, Bar-tending. let's go get some peaches. Let's go get some nectarines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nectarines. <laughs> I've, you know what? I've never had a prune. Really? I've never had. I don't had know if I have. What's a prune? A prune is a dried plum. Is it? Right? Something like that. I know it makes or, you like go number two, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I've, <my> foot. <laughs> I've had, sorry. Have you ever had a plum? Nope. Really? Plums are really good. Plums? Sorry. I get really excited about fruit for some reason. <laughs> she goes, plums? I, um, I feel okay. like my mom growing up was always buying weird fruits. I don't know. Is that new? Have you had a pear? Pears are good. You get like had a pear. A, listen, I had a pear tree in my backyard that I fell out oh. of. Oh. Well, those Did pears aren't pears you? that you eat. Yes, they are. Are they? They're like this big? Yeah, they look like apples, but green and weird huh. shaped. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. We had. Cool. I had a whole pear tree. It was like an oh. apple tree, but pear. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've never had a pear. Oh my gosh. You know, I had a pear tree. We're going to go to the store and just buy a bunch of fruits you've never had and make you try them. That oh, would actually be really fun. Maybe we'll do it on the cool podcast. TikTok. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's or do that. Or TikTok or something. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We can't really do podcasts because you can't see it unless we record that one. That- Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. My neck was hurting me. Anyway. Um. Yeah. No, I'd be down for that. 
That'd okay. be fun. What did we eat that one time? Was it a, a, a guave or something? A guava? Um, I don't know if I've ever had guava. I've had, or what we had was a star fruit. Oh. Or no, we had a dragon fruit. Have you ever had star fruit? Oh, I keep yawning, I swear. Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> I th- we had a dragon fruit. That's what we had. Did we? Mm-hmm. No, I've never had a star fruit. Those are good too. If I haven't had a pear, do you think I've had a star fruit? No, I don't. <laughs> what about like? Had- yeah, I don't think I've ever had a guava. <laughs> Flippy floppy. Oh, is that <laughs> your feet? I thought that was a cat drinking water. <laughs> no, it's my butt. Um. Hey, I'm just happy feet. That quit me. messing around over there. You guys ever seen the movie Happy Feet? It's so funny. <laughs> 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 what enticed me to watch that i don't know it wasn't even like i feel like i associate that movie with like christmas time and i don't even think it was christmas time no it wasn't i associate that movie with the scary eel seal thing oh my gosh the lion thing yeah, i don't the know lion seal and it and then the weird things with elephant noses noses yeah the, the elephant seal thing yeah i just gagged i see disgusting wild i saw that crap when i was in like third grade and i oh, remember i was in the very last seat in the row and i felt like i was actually an outsider like a loser kid nobody wanted to sit by because i was oh. like, sitting like this oh yeah probably not i'm just an anxious little b-word <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's my memory of that movie not good thoughts not mm. good thoughts i remember yeah, i also saw it me. three times what i saw it once Why? with my school once with my grandma so maybe two yeah all right okay <laughs> that movie's so like funny to me because they're like little singing and they're like like the, the dad pang was like <laughs> <laughs> the mom's like give it to me sugar <laughs> <laughs> they're like not even that good is yeah. that controversial i don't know like they're just like they're I don't like know. <laughs> shut up what are you doing oh my god i do love the little like little spanish penguins i don't know oh, they yeah. might not be spanish or, yeah, they are. I don't know what their... What do they do? They what <laughs> real penguin name is, but... Love walking like oh, my God, too. they walk... Yeah, they're so crazy. They Why are we talking about Happy Feet for so long? I have okay, no idea. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Rate that movie out of 10. I'd give it an 8 for the... <laughs> Go watch Happy Feet if you have no idea why we're making those noises. I, if you don't, we're not going to explain. It's everyone's just so seen good. Happy Feet, right? I mean, come on. No, what they are we doing have, here? but they might not remember the iconic part. <laughs> True. Anyway. Um, do you know what our topic is today? Something about um, attached to the hip. Okay. <laughs> You're there. I know. I know what it is. I just didn't know if I, you wanted me to say it. Can I say it? Yeah attachment styles Ooh. which are we talking about our own attachment styles because i don't remember mine yeah we're gonna take a quiz at the end i think oh mother trucker so do i need a device Look, you might i can just text it to you i don't know oh she's got the ipad out ipad oh. baby i saw the funniest they tiktok the, the other day it really pisses me off <laughs> just kidding it really doesn't <laughs> i have a thing okay i grew up like a weirdo who if i was eating dinner i wanted to watch something so sometimes <laughs> i sit at this here little table and watch something on my phone and they make fun of me for it we, anyway. i feel like i don't make fun of you for it but it no, is I'm just kind kidding. of a cute little quirk you have oh thanks <laughs> 
I don't know how else to describe it. I'll never forget when Kesson came over here and we were all eating Alfredo. And Kesson was like, sitting there on the couch, he was like, you going to turn something on? And I was like, yeah, what do you want to watch? And I'm sitting there not eating. He's not eating. Everybody else is eating. And I'm like, yeah, what do you want to watch? He was like, just turn on Friends. And I'm like, okay. So I turned on, I'm like turning on Friends and he goes, just pick an episode. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Oh. And I like look over and I see he's not eating. I'm like, you can't eat until the TV's on, can you? He's like, nope. I'm like, Aww. why are we like this? It's so embarrassing. It's cute. Anyway. Anyways. Attachment styles. Go. 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 <laughs> All right, you know, I got to hit you with the background knowledge from Wikipedia. Oh, for sure. Attachment theory. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was insane. To, I swear to God, I thought this was loose, so I went to, like, tighten it. Oh, stop. <laughs> it That's was horrible. My, it was my hand, you guys. I thought oh. my mic stand was loose, I swear. Stop. <laughs> okay, anyway, attachment theory, her forehead's on the microphone, <laughs> is a psychological, evolutionary, and ethological theory concerning relationships between humans fun fun the most important tenet is that young children need to develop a relationship with at least one primary caregiver for normal social and emotional development whoa that explains a lot oh yeah we're gonna talk about harry harlow she thought i was gonna say styles you guys (laughs) The look in her eyes. <laughs> so sorry. You said Harry. My sprung up. She did. Her ears perked up. Her ears. I saw it. I saw it real time. You can't see my ears. So. Well, that's true. Jokes on you. Harry Harlow designed an experiment with baby monkeys. He put. That's not funny. It is funny. <laughs> he separated infant monkeys from their mothers. When, right when they were born uh-huh. and then he put them in cages with two fake moms one of the fake moms i feel like i've seen this you probably have it's a pretty famous like psych experiment wait fake moms how like they're not real or they're like right okay so like a there's as many <laughs> she's drinking her water that sounds like your foot <laughs> so One of the moms was made out of wire. Like, it's, like, monkey-shaped, but it's made out of wire. Oh, okay. One of the... What am I saying? The other mom was soft. So, it was covered in, like, a soft, like, cloth. Again, shaped like a monkey. So... (laughs) I don't know So, is it, like, a mama sheet? A monkey mama sheet? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like a stuffed monkey doll? Monkey mama. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's, like, a... A doll, basically. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Like stuffy. Um, both groups of the monkeys spent more time with the soft mom. Oh, even if she had no food, so they would put a a baby bottle with milk with the wire monkey, the scary wire mom. Mm -hmm. But the monkeys spent more time with the cloth mom, even though she didn't have the baby bottle full of milk so i love the way you say milk <laughs> what milk, milk. <laughs> it was just funny what was the word you were saying the other day oh my god oh my god no, what was no, it what was no, it no what was it Mm-mm. okay it was haunting 
oh my god anyway <laughs> the way i was like why do you say it like that she's like hunting and i was like what hunting 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 it's hunting i say hunting hunting <laughs> anyway doesn't matter how do you say syrup syrup some people say syrup but i say now syrup. i gotta think about it syrup there's another one i don't know what's the other one i think i say syrup oatmeal 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 what's the other one i, I feel like it's another breakfast thing i don't know some people do say milk 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 all right enough of this moving on moving on um oh, my hair fell out oh good sorry so what was i saying okay so both groups of monkeys spent more time with the the group monkeys like the soft chunky mama and the group monkeys do not like the wiry scary mama because that one has it's scary scary and but that one has food and the other one does not have food yep so the infant monkey would only go bad mom (laughs) no food for babies (laughs) the infant monkey would only go to the wire mother when hungry once fed, it would return to the cloth mother for most of the day. If a Aww. frightening object was placed in the cage, the infant took refuge with the cloth mother. Shocking. So, the, the cloth surrogate was more effective in decreasing the youngster's fear. The infant would also explore more when the cloth mother was present. So, this supports the evolutionary theory of attachment in that it is a sensitive response um, and security of the caregiver that is important as opposed to the provision of food. All right. So. <gasps> Excuse me. I had a hiccup. Great. So um, in another monkey experiment, he also found that um, behavioral differences between monkeys raised by their real mothers and monkeys raised by they're surrogate mothers so wait do the monkeys ever get a a real mom like or when you say surrogate mom they get a fake scary mom the yeah the surrogate mom is just like the cloth mom or the wire mom that's so sad it's like the fake mom i know (laughs) that's so sad (laughs) i bet those monkeys need Um, therapy but when okay so when (laughs) did you hear me the monkeys need therapy oh is that what you said yeah oh that's funny chuckle it's funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they did. They looked at another experiment. They looked at the monkeys that were raised by their actual moms and then the monkeys that were raised by the cloth moms. Mm-hmm. So the monkeys with the fake moms were more timid. They didn't know how to act with other monkeys. They were easily bullied. <laughs> they, I know, it's so sad. They had difficulty mating and the females were not good mothers so what does this mean harlow concluded that early maternal deprivation leads to emotional damage but that okay i had a question but continue okay but that its impact could be reversed um if an attachment was made before the end of the critical period however maternal deprivation uh lasted after the end of the critical period then no amount of exposure to mothers or peers could alter the emotional damage that was already caused. So you have this period in your life they call the critical period, which is when your brain is all squishy. 
and they okay, can. Okay, so my question is to you: it. What is your question? So when you were a little itty bitty bitty baby, mm-hmm. you have a critical period in your life where you need to be attached to somebody, mm-hmm. and if you are not, if you do not find somebody you're attached to, mm-hmm. that screws you up potentially. Yes, like you're you get all wackadoo. Not wackadoo. Yeah. I, that's a bad word to say. Not wackadoo, but like you get, <laughs> you have a harder time. Sure. You have, uh, yeah, you can have a harder time in certain oh, areas. Oh, it's not of your always? Life. You can, or it's not? In- it's not always, no. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sure there are, you know. Okay. I'm sure there's so let's people say that are very when securely I, attached. When I was born, and let's say mm-hmm. my mom and my dad just left me at the hospital and I never like had anybody, they just mm-hmm. left me and I don't know, I miraculously survived. Mm hmm. But, like, nobody took care of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would most likely have an emotional damaged brain because I didn't mm-hmm. have anyone to bond with. Right. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm yeah. understanding that correctly. Yeah. But, right. And for the record, it doesn't have to be, like, it can be a mom and it can be a dad that you, like, get attached to. But it also can be, like, anyone that, like, yeah. gives you care during that time. Like a grandma or sure. a, a grandfather. Or, or yeah. yeah. I, I got you. Yeah. So... Is that why you some babies are like more preferred to a parent than the other? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Research by developmental psychologist Mary Ainsworth in the '60s and the '70s later introduced the concept of the secure base um, and developed a theory of a number of attachment patterns in human infants. So we have secure attachment, avoidant attachment and anxious attachment and then a fourth pattern disorganized attachment was identified later so based on all that attachment theory was extended to adult romantic relationships in the late 1980s by cindy hazan and philip shaver shaver i hardly know her sorry um (laughs) Four styles of attachment have been identified in adults. Secure attachment, anxious preoccupied attachment, dismissive avoidant attachment, and fearful avoidant. These roughly correspond to the infant classification, secure and secure, um, blah, 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 blah. We already talked about that. So there we go. That's kind of the history, the brief history of all of that um, with some cute little monkeys. Fun. Fun. So, yeah, basically, like, people want to know, like, what their attachment style is because it can, like, impact, like, your, like, romantic relationships. Okay. And, like, the relationships, even, not even necessarily romantic, like, with friends and stuff like that, too. So. Can you scooch this thing? Yes. Please and thank you. Maybe. Thank you. I was having, I was having a hard time. I see that now. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, okay. Securely attached. So securely attached adults have been linked to a high need for achievement and a low fear of failure. They will positively. This is like the good one, right? They will positively approach a task with the goal of mastering it and have an appetite for exploration in achievement settings. Research shows that securely attached adults have a low level of personal distress and high levels of concern for others due to their high rates of self-efficacy. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
Securely attached adults typically do not hesitate to remove a person having a negative impact from problematic situations they are facing. And this calm response is representative of the securely t attached adult's emotionally regulated response to threats that many studies have supported in the face of diverse situations. Cool. Um, secure attachment comes from an individual's early connection with their caregivers, uh, genes, and their romantic experiences. So yeah, so I guess your experiences can also kind of shape your attachment as well. Okay. Um, cool. Let's read about this. What's this one? Ow. Oh. Okay, we've got anxious, preoccupied. Anxious, preoccupied adults seek high levels of intimacy, approval, and responsiveness from partners, becoming overly dependent. They tend to be less trusting, have less positive views about themselves and their partners, and may exhibit high levels of emotional um, expressiveness, worry, and impulsiveness in their relationships. The anxiety that adults feel prevents the establishment of satisfactory defense. What? Exclusion. That sentence didn't make sense. Thus, it is possible that individuals that have been anxiously attached to their attachment figure or figures have not been able to develop sufficient defenses against separation anxiety. Because of their lack of preparation, these individuals will then overreact to the anticipation of separation or the actual separation from their attachment figure. The anxiety comes from an individual's intense and or unstable relationship that leave the anxious or preoccupied individual relatively defenseless. Adults with this attachment style tend to look way too far into things, whether that's a text message or a face-to-face -face conversation. Their thoughts and actions can lead to a painful cycle of self-fulfilling prophecies and even self-sabotage. They often seek a dismissive avoidant partner. Ooh. Okay, let's read about dismissive avoidant. Are you absorbing this in your little brain? Mm-hmm. Cool. Dismissive avoidant adults desire <laughs> a high level of independence, often appearing to avoid attachment altogether. They view themselves as self-sufficient, uh, invulnerable to attachment feelings, and not needing close relationships. They tend to suppress their feelings, dealing with con conflict by distancing themselves from partners of whom they often have a poor opinion. Adults lack the interest of forming close relationships and maintaining emotional closeness with the people around them. They have a great amount of distrust in others, but at the same time possess a positive model of self. They would prefer to invest in their own ego skills. Because of their distrust, they cannot be convinced that other people have the ability to deliver emotional support. They try to create high levels of self-esteem by investing disproportionately in their abilities or accomplishments. Interesting. These adults maintain their positive views of self based on their personal achievements and competence rather than searching for and feeling acceptance from others. Um, dismissive avoidance can also be explained as the result of defensive deactivation in, of the attachment system to avoid potential rejection or genuine disregard for interpersonal closeness. Ooh, last one. Fearful avoidant. This is like basically the same thing. 
fearful avoidant adults have mixed feelings about close relationships, both desiring and feeling uncomfortable with emotional closeness. They tend to mistrust their partners and view themselves as untrustworthy. Like dismissive avoidant adults, fearful avoidant adults tend to seek less intimacy, suppressing their feelings. Did you get all that? Yep. Don't make me take a quiz. I'm going to. (laughs) I meant, like, don't make me take a quiz on it. Oh. Oh. Well, we're really going to take a quiz, but, like, not the kind you're thinking. Yeah, I know. Cool. Cool. Do you think that you're... We've... Okay. We've taken this before, and we both had the same attachment style, but I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what it was either. I think it was... Was this... Is this the long quiz? It might have been anxious. No, I think it was dismissive avoidant. No. Did I send it to you? Sorry. Um, not right now. You did not send it to me. Okay. Okay. Here, let me send you the quiz. Why does it say productive? You got it up? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to start the quiz now. I'm going to take this little thingy off so I can talk about my quiz as I take it. Okay, start quiz. You're going to read us your questions? Okay, question one. I can be very emotionally present with others, friends, family, partners, strangers, but it takes me a while to build trust and share vulnerable things about myself. False. Oh. Okay, keep going. I feel like I'm an open book, am I not? Yeah, you are. Is Is that what that question was? Yeah. All right. Oh, I often put other people in my life on a big pedestal, partner, friends, family. Do I do that? Why? Don't ask me. I don't know if I do that. I don't know if you do that either. Mm, I don't know. I I think you do. I want to say I think I do too, but like, I feel like it's only about certain people. Is that bad to do that? I don't know. I guess I'll put true. I don't None know. of these are good or bad. Yeah. It's just how you are. I feel naturally comfortable and safe expressing my... False. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very upset when others infringe on my need for space or time alone. No. I mean, very rarely, I guess. Hmm. I am willing to work... Are you not taking this quiz? Oh, I was going to do it after you. Oh. I should take it as the same time as you because they are the same questions now that I'm looking at it. So I'm just going to get up to where you are now. All right, well, then I'll wait for you. Oh, okay. I often put other you... people in my life on a big pedestal. I don't think I do, so I'm going to say no. Okay. I don't know. I need that to know. Hard. Can someone give me an example? I, I sure can't. Like. Like. I don't know. Like, you think, like, you, like, couldn't go on without that person. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I think of, at least. Oh, I think of, like, that person can do no wrong in your eyes. Yeah. That kind of, too. Maybe I answered the wrong answer for that one. I don't know. I don't know either. That one is a little, that one's a little, that's a toughie. I think, like, the, quite, like, it's subjective, like on purpose you know i don't know whatever okay um i'm just gonna go with my gut naturally (laughs) 
fringe on my need for space or alone. Okay, I'm at I'm at five. I'm ready. I was curious what you'd answer to that. Anyway. No, I know. I'm scared. I infringe on her alone time all the time. Well, not whatever. Oh. <laughs> whatever. Sorry, I didn't mean it to sound like that. But. Bringing all the juice out in this podcast. Hey, hey, I'm hey, just hey. Um. Okay. I'm willing to work through challenges in a relationship before suddenly trying to leave the relationship itself. If you're not in a relationship, think of how you would handle conflict in a partnership. I'm going to say true for this. I am as well. Okay. Number six. I tend to be out of touch with my emotions quite frequently. See, this is what I'm saying. I need an example. I don't know. Like, I tend to be out of touch with my emotions. Like, when I'm angry, I don't know how to be angry. Like, is that what that means? Like yeah if i'm sad i don't know how to cry i don't know what that means i'm gonna put false if i don't know oh i put true oh oh wait yeah nope i okay i put false because i don't know (laughs) see maybe i should have put true because i'm very out of aware of the situation (laughs) i'm gonna put be out of touch with my emotions i'm gonna put false okay um, number seven says, I am very attuned to others' needs and often put them before my own and resent it later. That's so incredibly true for you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. What do you mean? I was going to say false. Oh. You think I do that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Give me an example. Now I don't know. I don't know if I can air out your laundry on this podcast, so I'm not <laughs> going to. Well, can you give me a person who you wouldn't care airing out, I guess? Oh, we'll come back to it later. I guess this is true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. I also uh, put true, so it's goes, cool. <laughs> the, res- the part of that question though is i the resent part which i guess there's yeah some, that's true. there's some points where i probably was like why did i do that like why yeah. did i put someone else's needs over my own but like yeah. i didn't resent it totally it's not like i totally that made me feel like i regretted the whole situation you know yeah that's true because there's times where i'm like especially like if i go home for a weekend and i pile on seeing my friends plus my mom's side plus my dad's side plus everybody like mm-hmm. you know that's what right I feel like I would put their needs before mine. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I'd be like, oh, that was really stressful. Like, why yeah. did I do that? But like, not because I hated it or sure. regretted it. It's just because it was just like, yeah. I took too much air out of my body, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I think that's very true for you. Number eight. I constantly want to be emotionally closer to my partner. This can also apply to close friendships and romantic interests. Oh, <laughs> did you put true? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Okay. Number nine says I am effective at compromising and communicating. Ooh. 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 I like to think I am, but I am not. I'd like to think that I'm really good at compromising. Yeah. Communicating. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's another another ball game. That's another story for another day. Just kidding. Yeah. So I guess I'm gonna have to put false because it's not entirely true. How <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you answer know. number nine? Yeah, I don't know what to put. If I could have been compromising and communicating. Oh, oh my gosh. I really don't know. What was the question again? Compromising and communicating. Oh. I would put false. No. For me. Wait, read the whole question one more time. I am effective at compromising and communicating. I'd put false for that. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. Love you. <laughs> well, we're communicating I'm right just, now. I'm bad at I'm bad at it. I'm bad at like communicating. I feel like in the sense I, of like I also just like don't answer my texts. <laughs> Which well, is not what that question was like implying, I don't okay. think. But all right. Sorry guys. Number ten I'm not good at it. states it is very difficult for me to set boundaries unless I am angry. I can sometimes set excessive boundaries and push people away too dramatically out of anger. Okay. Hmm. I feel like that's false for the second part, but the first part is a hundred percent dead on the truth. I will not set a boundary unless I'm freaking furious. And yeah. I still don't even set it. I just say I'm going to and I never do. Yeah, I don't communicate very well. <laughs> yeah, then I would put true. Okay. Set excessive boundaries. I'm going to put no for that one for me. I feel like this quiz is calling me out. <laughs> okay. Are you on number 11? Yes. All right. Number 11 states, if I notice my partner showing any signs of coldness, I panic and want to get closer as quickly as possible. <laughs> this often happens to me in friendships as well. Hmm. I'm, I put true. <laughs> Unfortunately. I put false. Okay. Okay. Number 12 states, it is not uncommon for me to experience inward emotional turbulence throughout the duration of my romantic relationship. This Whew. applies to close family members as well. What does that mean? Inward emotional turbulence. Hmm. Like, probably that, like, you have just, like, a lot of, like, feelings and a lot of thoughts that, like, never really... Get spoken? Yeah. And, like anxiety and stuff probably too <laughs> face <laughs> um i don't know i feel like i'm a very just like introspective person in general i don't that's probably so so <laughs> stupid of me to say but i don't know i'm yeah, but true. Okay. Okay. Number 13. I, c I often feel very hot or very cold towards my partner or family members. I tend to operate in extremes in how I relate to others. I feel like this is false for me. Mm -hmm. Unless you feel otherwise. No, I don't think so. It's false for me as well. The air in my chart will tell you that. Oh! This one is a dead truth for us. Oh. I know that I am worthy of a healthy, happy relationship. True. Period. As you should. And that's what being single for a long time will tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It tells you that you wait for the right one. That's right. Hi, Air 5. 
anyways cool number 15 when i feel hurt by a loved one i often have a strong fight or flight response <laughs> i find myself wanting to push this person as far as possible <laughs> this includes friends family romantic relationship oh. huh um i don't know oh did i not answer it i'm still wanting to push it i'm gonna say false i would say i feel like you don't do that i it's like i don't like i also don't really remember the last time i was in like a fight with like a friend or you know what i mean so this is kind of hard for me sorry what i was listening oh okay you were making a face like you were like come on dude i'm sorry i have um a thing on my lip that I can't oh. stop playing with. Oh. In my cheek. So that's sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, that was a little treat for the audio listeners. Sorry. Okay, number 16. I do not feel as though I need anything from my romantic partner or loved ones. It can be difficult to conceptualize how others would meet a lot of my needs. I do not feel as though I need anything. <laughs> I'm putting true. I'm going to put false because I'm not really sure how to answer it. And I feel like. Sometimes I think I've like become like too independent <laughs> to where I'm like, say, I physically cannot imagine like I'm not sharing independent. my life and like my time with someone and like getting their input on like things I do. You know what I mean? Mm. That scares me a little bit. I was gonna say, anyway, I can't even freaking feed myself. So <laughs> I can, but I don't like it. Okay, number 17. I do not enjoy being out of a rela- Oh, God. I do not enjoy being out of a romantic relationship. I often fear being alone. Well, that's toughy. What'd you put? I put false. All right. All right. (laughs) (laughs) That one was a hard one. Okay. For me, at least. Only because I've never been in a relationship, so I don't know what it's like to be in one, so. That's fair. Can't say I miss it if I can't, if I've never had it. Yeah. But I also do fear being alone, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That one was a hard one. All right, number 18. If a loved one's behavior hurts me, I will express my feelings and try to understand what caused them to act that way. Hmm. Okay, when it says express my feelings, does it mean express my feelings to that person or like internalize it? No, it's definitely expressed to them. Yeah, false. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, I don't know. Are you on number 19? No, I don't know what to put for this one. I'm gonna put true. Okay. Okay. Number 19 states, I hunger for closeness, (laughs) but I fear the emotional difficulty of it at the same time. Anyways, meaning friends, family, romantic partners. I mean... I don't know doesn't anyone i also like i know i just said that whole thing about like being independent <laughs> but like at the same time like you still like want your person yeah uh, but do i fear the emotional difficulty of it no i don't think so yeah. so i guess i'll put false okay i mean I already clicked one and I forgot which one I clicked. All right, cool. I think I put true. 
Number 20, I do not like making social plans with others in advance. I often fear being trapped by commitments with other people. I think that's false for me. I I like making, I'd rather have a plan. Yeah, same. It's the day, it's when the, the, the day of the plans come is when that really gets to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the noise you made, I like couldn't not What did laugh. I do? I don't know. Oh, I didn't even hear You're what like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's what do you say? It's the day the plans come that it gets to you. Yeah, that's fair. It's like when I when the days when it's not even because I don't want to go because I feel awkward or socially awkward about it. It's just like mm-hmm. oh, I don't feel like doing that thing now. Like <laughs> that's yeah, or I like that's fair. Like the other day, I had to go meet up with somebody to get some like paperwork. And I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing that now, even mm-hmm. though I made the plans to do it. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I'll put false, but high, it's a little bit true, <laughs> but not for the full reasons. Um, number 21, I find that setting boundaries comes naturally to me. False? Yeah, that's false. I, mean, like, I don't think that comes... Well, I mean, I guess if you're very securely attached, that probably does come naturally to you, but... I feel like there's one person I know who can who is good at setting boundaries. Are we talking about Kate? Yeah. I I agree with you now, but like before she like got help and like went to therapy and stuff not at all oh okay i think she's yeah she's you mean she's um grown Mm -hmm. gotcha a lot all right number 22 i focus much more on the relationships in my life than i do on myself the relationships than i do on myself hmm Oh, the face you're making is interesting. She clicked. True. As it falls. Yeah. Number 23. I often feel protective over my space, privacy, and belongings. Freaking false. <laughs> what number are you on? I don't know what to put. Protective? I mean, not protective in the sense of, like, nobody, like, I don't know, put false. Okay. Interesting. All right. Number 24. I generally feel oh. invaded when my partner or loved ones demand too much physical affection. <laughs> oh, no. I know Marissa's going to uh. say. I know what she's going to say. I don't like being touched, guys. She does I'm not sorry. like being touched. Me and Kate have been friends for a decade. Couldn't tell you the last time we hugged. And yeah. everyone is, like, shocked by that fact. I was going to say, all three of us hug all the time when you're talking about we have group hugs. What? All the time. Where am I? In the kitchen cooking. <laughs> oh, so I'm not in the group hug. You are. Mm. We literally come up behind you and hug you. We ha- oh. we used to instill um, a 30-second hug session to get these guys better at oh hugging. Oh, my God. Because their their hatred towards um, a physical affection, such as hugging, <laughs> um, has, what's the word, invaded on my personal <laughs> liking to it, I guess, if you will. But anyways. Anyway. Um, I'm going to put false, I guess. 
Number 25, I would prefer to spend most of my free time with my partner if I were to be in a romantic relationship. It would be hard for me to want to be want to do things separately. False. That's so false. So false. I actually had a very good discussion with my therapist about this and she told me mm-hmm. shockingly that I had a healthy outlook on dating. Well, good. And That's good like, to have. Interesting. She said you should be able to do the things that you want. Mhm. But you should not have to change yourself for that person. Absolutely. So like you should still be able to do the things you enjoy even though your partner does not enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Or like don't change yourself to like what they like because they like it and you don't. Right. Cool. All right. Everyone got that? <laughs> All right. Sorry, I didn't realize. Vic's advice for the day. What? Oh, what number are you on? 26. I'm just, I'm, I thought this one was shorter. Anyway, what do we got? I feel that it is easy to be vulnerable with my romantic partner or loved ones. Um, um. I can already predict the outcome of this, unfortunately. I don't know. Okay. No, I feel like it's easy for me to, like, I don't know, tell everybody about me. so Or, like, about my screwed up childhood or something. Should I say <laughs> Well, Gabbers. Well. <laughs> you know now. Y'all are getting the real nitty gritty tonight. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad. I'm sorry. Number 27. Are you on 27? Yes. I find that my partner or loved ones use usually emotionally recover from conflict before I do. I don't know. I'm going to put false. Because I'm not sure. Oh, this one, number 28 is sad. Yeah. It says, I deeply fear being abandoned by my partner or love interests. Oh. Oh! That was the last question. That was the last one. Now we got to put in our email address or something. Oh, I didn't say what quiz we're taking. It's, um, it's just called the attachment style quiz. I can, like, link it in the description oh. if anyone's interested. Attachment styles are so interesting to me because it's like, I don't know. I feel like you learn so much about a person. At gmail.com. Oh. I am not a robot. Oh. 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 What? Hmm. Interesting. interesting okay i put my thing up did you put your stuff in yeah is this what it's supposed to look like yeah it's like a little chart is this it oh yeah Hmm. okay all right first one 33 percent are we reading these yeah fearful avoidant cool what's yours 40 um oh okay anxious preoccupied <laughs> what's that 42 <laughs> percent what's yours 10 <laughs> all right i agree with that okay okay um z- dismissive avoidant mm-hmm. what's yours 20 mine's zero 
Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, secure. Thirty. Mine's twenty-five. Okay, percent. That's not bad. All right. So, what do these mean? <laughs> um. Well, I just the read fact- them all, but I can oh. look look at them again. Sorry. No, no, no. It's good. I don't remember either. Oh. I think they send you like an email with like. Um, do you a fearful avoidant? Do you often flip flop between hot and cold? Sometimes confused about how you feel towards your loved ones. Sure. <laughs> do you feel afraid of your loved ones pulling away? Constantly seek more closeness in your relationships. Whoa! Where are you looking? Oh, I see. Do you find yourself fearing being pressured in your relationships it. while often craving independence and freedom? Hmm. That's interesting that I had zero percent in that op- that option. Interesting. Secure. Do you find you? You can effectively communicate and feel vulnerable in your relationships. Well, I only had 25% in that one. This is interesting because I think when I took, I think when we took the quiz before, we were both fearful, avoidant, which I guess makes sense. I think we were two, actually. But from the looks of it, mine changed and I'm anxious, preoccupied. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, does make sense for me. My middle name is anxious. And dis- I feel like dismissive when it makes the most sense for me. But, you know. Nice. Interesting. <laughs> Now we know. My little nose is a little stuffy. It's funny because, like, I feel like my whole life, I kind of assumed that I was just, like, securely attached. Because I'm very fortunate and I have very, like, you know, loving parents that are, I don't uh-huh. know. Interesting. It's also, so yeah. When hmm. Based on me hmm. and how you know me, which one would you assume that I am? Just based on my life information, not even now that we took this quiz. Um, what's the one, the anxious one? Like <laughs> my adult. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say anxious, preoccupied makes sense for you. All right. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry about it. It's okay. I just said my middle name is anxious, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm a mix of... Interesting. Oh, I thought you said I'm going to make soup. And I'm like, why are you oh, make soup? No. All right. Sounds wow. good. Wow. That was fun, Gabbers. <laughs> Take oh the quiz. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Take the quiz. Freaking sick. Um, tell us. Send us an email. Tell us what your um, attachment style is. Send us an email. Send us an email. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Girl. Let's, let's jazz it up and just straight go on follow. No, follow. I mean, not unfollow. Go follow our socials. That's right. Haha. Gobsesh pod. Gobsesh. Did you just say gobsesh? <laughs> I love gobsesh pod. Gab, you know what? Oh my gosh. Can we do a Thanksgiving special where we go gobbleshesh? <gasps> Your mind is so powerful for that one. Yes. Wait, are you being serious? <laughs> Yes. Um, I told you this is how we're Gob gonna sesh. end. We're gonna end 
all of our gab sessions. Oh yeah, things. where you go. Can we do it? A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how we end them all. I get all the wow. juicy ideas flowing. That's so fun. I mean, we should go listen back to the end and see how many times I've said that. We should do this, or we should do that. We should have a guest on soon too. Shree Holly, if you're listening, text <laughs> me. True. She's not gonna hear. It. She's not gonna listen True, to us. True guys. How much you wanna bet? <gasps> Don't say that. Shree, Shree. She's a busy Shree, lady. Shree, Shree. She is. She's a. She is a working woman now. Mm-hmm. Full on adult life, college grad. Oh yeah. Big girl job. Big girl job. Congrats, Shree. We love you. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> Ow, these are hurting me. All right, bye, Gabbers. Oh, that's it? Yeah, they're hurting me. (laughs) Okay. See ya. Bye.